Hi, everyone. This is not your usual face-off hockey show. I'm Scotty Waz. That's Johnny P. It's the only thing that's yep. usual about it. Mm-hmm. So what ha- happened Wednesday night, we did a show. It was a fantastic show. It, it was great. We we uh, Lyle helped us create a new bit that will be up on Patreon now. I was half drunk. Johnny was half in the bag. It's, yeah, he was feeling good, feeling the vibe, feeling the flow. Um, but audio issues and computer issues did not allow us to to have this uh, have any kind of bearing because it sounded like garbage. Yay! So we have we have technically a lost episode. That's a real lost episode this time. Literally, because we we scrapped the whole thing because it sounds like we're underwater and it's just like all right, we're, our voices are lost. F it. So what we're doing now is with we were supposed to have Mark here, but the Hudson uh, is very demanding. He did not want to be on on a Thursday. Yes, he only um, works on Wednesdays. He only works Wednesdays, so he pulled his manager Mark away, and that's why he's here. So we are doing a very abbreviated show, just myself and Johnny, of some stuff that we had last uh, last night on the Lost Show, just to give you some content, just to give you something to listen to. Uh, like I said, probably won't be long, and of course, every time we say that, it goes an hour and a half. So, we well, will... we don't have an hour and a half this time. We don't have an hour and a half this time. I mean, um, we do. But... We kind of do. I mean, I don't have any. I just have to talk to the kid here in a couple hours, but that's again, we got two hours. Yeah, I kept messing up time when you were like, you were like, yeah, I got this thing at eight thirty, and I was like, I mean, we'll be done by eight thirty, and then I realized that it was only five o'clock there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> So yeah, um, like, we'll definitely be done by eight thirty. Oh yeah, we'll be done, guys. Don't worry about it. So in any case, uh, we'll get to uh, the first thing that came across our our, our bow, um, and we'll talk about this. You know, we'll, what do you want to what do you want to do first? I guess we have the three things that we want to talk about: the jersey, maybe, uh, talk it. Maybe we. Uh, well, the Patreon pick was the Boudreaux thing, right? Yeah, so we can the, talk through that first. Sure. All right. Well, we'll, we'll we thank our Patreon people. Uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. One dollar, you get a video show. Two dollar or five dollars, you get uh, you get a video show. You get to help pick a topic, and we might have some extra stuff for you. Who's to say? Uh, we will actually. We'll put the uh, while we'll reveal what we're gonna put starting next week Ooh. on the Patreon. It'll be a good time. That'll be on the five dollar tier, uh, plus some extra audio and video when we when we get around to cutting and editing and all that stuff. So, um. We'd like to thank uh, Jerome, Pat. J- God. All right, so here's here's the crappy thing now. Patreon uh, defaults. So I messed you up. No, 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 the... no, no. Patreon defaults to all anybody who has ever contributed. It doesn't default oh. to active. Oh, well, that's nice. That's very nice of them. Very, very. So between that and Skype updating. Yeah, exactly. Um, this has been a great week. It's been a great week, and then I had some other stuff at work happen, so that was like even better. So it's been a it's been a wonderful week. But Jerome, Pat. Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, they contribute, so can you. Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. Monies, all that monies goes back into the show. And now, now you got me bugging. I, uh, okay, I do have my audio. I looked. Okay, good. Oh. Well, no, no, I was bugging out about the audio settings. Um, <laughs> so, all right, so the topic today or yesterday, or this week, is the fact that the Vancouver Canucks being such a garbage fight. And I'm glad, I'm glad we had um, the game last night. Uh-oh, that's going to come up on my recording. Um, <laughs> we had last night the, the fact that the uh, Canucks 
got uh, got uh, smashed last night by the uh, the Kraken. Six one. Oh, and Rick Tockett's first game. Second game. He won the first oh. game the night the oh, okay. night before. Um, Rick Tockett, a career under five hundred coach, uh-huh. uh, gets replaced by Bruce Boudreaux, one of the winningest coaches in Caps history. Uh, third on the all time list. Um, and, and a likable, nice guy for Bruce Boudreaux. But now we see likeable. same old horse shit for for the Vancouver Canucks and and what people are calling a now a joke of a franchise, Johnny. I know. I've heard. Um, people can't even say their name in D.C. No, exactly. The Canucks. Um, I, I still feel bad for that person. Like, come on. I do, too. Someone hung him out, hung him out the dry. I do, too. I mean, it wouldn't have taken very long for somebody to be like, here's how you pronounced the three things you said wrong. Right, exactly. It's just like, hey, uh, like do a dry run through or or like do phonetically. It's on the you can do that phonetic deal on the uh, what's your jigger on the on the teleprompter. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I mean, Boudreaux. All right. Whatever. French name. Talk it. That is kind of a weird name to spell and say. Canucks, though, that's kind of phonetic as it is. Mm. Um, I don't know. How you put the plus it? Uh, plus it. It uh, is like the name for an entire country of people. It is kind of a slur. You're right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so for, uh, this uh, all course J- Jim Rutherford last week or two last week because this this happened fast. This firing happened real fast. After not talking, well, I mean, the... he said the he said the inside thoughts outside. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, after not talking to the media for the entire year, here he comes out of here, and then and then he says all this stuff about, oh yeah, no, don't worry, we're uh, we're not gonna, uh, you know, we might be looking for a new coach. Who's to say? But Bruce is our coach right now. Right now, may not be for long, but right now, for now. And that started the speculate. There was already speculation as it was. I mean, we've talked about it earlier in the show about. You know, the Canucks, after having such great success with Bruce uh, halfway through last season, just kind of zoned him out. Yep. And there we go. And Jim Rutherford, who is not the GM, mind you, um, Patrick uh, Alvin is. Um, but boy, howdy. This is this is a whole thing. And then the introductory press conference to Rick Tockett, Jim Rutherford's like, well, I'm going to shut up now because you guys blew the whole thing out of proportion. Um, oh. Aside from saying, I didn't even see that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, he he basically said he's like, I apologize to Bruce, and from now on, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open my mouth anymore because uh, the media took this and blew it all out of proportion for us. Uh, meaning we got caught because I said some stupid things, and now I I'm not gonna I'm just gonna pawn it all on on everybody else. Right. Anyway, but what do you do with a losing team bringing in a coach who is uh, statistically a losing coach who was booted out of hockey for a bit for betting on games who then calls out uh, one of his top players or one of his top paid players for being um, a slack ass. Um, if you're, if you're a player or you just crush a lot, Johnny, how do you respond to this whole circus that's going around? I mean, God, there's almost a part of me that thinks that the Canucks brought in Rick Tockett to get rid of some of the players that they don't want to have around anymore. That's a good right because like everybody loves Bruce Boudreaux. So mm-hmm. like you're not gonna like Bruce Boudreaux is not gonna piss people off mm-hmm. and be like, oh well, I'm not playing for this team or I'm leaving in free agency because of the coach, you know. But Rick Tockett definitely has a chance of doing that. Oh for sure. Um, I don't know the background. Wasn't uh was Rock was Tockett 
and Rutherford in were they in Pittsburgh together? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Um, and the Canucks are play are uh, paying three different coaches currently. Correct. Uh, with Tockett being the most expensive out of the three, well, I think coaches. him, him, and him and uh, Travis Green are both making two seven five, two point seven five million. Brucey uh, was okay. making two, which was weird. The guy who was the most successful out of the three was making the least amount of money. Yeah, I mean, I just don't get it. There has to be something else going on. Like, I mean, Lyle was talking last night about how, um, you know, like Bruce Boudreaux wasn't <laughs> their guy. Bruce Boudreaux got hired. 19 days or whatever before the before the new group came in mm-hmm. blah 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 you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but um at the end of the day like he did well with this team last year mm-hmm. and they have had some injuries this year Thatcher Demko is not saving their world um I don't I don't get what changing everything now is going to do um other than the proverbial I'm bringing in my guy mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, but I feel like there's some kind of ulterior motive still. I feel like I feel like Rick Tockett is just hateable that like some of the people that they want to leave town, now they can just blame on like, oh, well, JT Miller couldn't handle Rick Tockett, and that's why he left town. It's not our fault. It's like the Tortorella thing. You bring Tortorella in to run some of your guys out of town. Yeah, like Kevin Hayes. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lyle also mentioned that that I think the big thing is that the team doesn't want to rebuild. They want to retool. And I don't know if you can get a retooling out of Rick Tockett. Like, I don't think he's the coach to do any of that. I mean, um, but this this team is a mess from ownership out. And we completely forget the off-ice stuff with that lawsuit from the former staffer, Rachel, uh, Rachel Duare, uh, who alleged uh, discrimination against the Canucks for basically, you know, oh, yeah. blackballing her out of the job and possibly out of the sport. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I did not remember that last night. Yeah, no, I, I, it perked on me when I was, I was trying to, you know, salvage everything. I'm like, fuck, we didn't talk about that off-ice shit, too. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. So... Um. I don't know. I think the big issue was making the like winning some playoffs. That always destroys every rebuild, right? Yes. When you like win a playoff round, even if it's COVID related um, or something to that effect, you know, like, I mean, look at the Canadians. Like, the Canadians went to the Stanley Cup final and they were like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. And now this year they're still fighting to get into the playoffs. They're fighting to get out of a lottery spot. But with all um, the injuries, it's like they're tanking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's the kiss of death sometimes. Um, but the whole the whole coaching thing, I mean, push comes to shove. At least I don't have Rick Tockett on TNT anymore. It's true. It's very so, true. I, I mean, need oh, nasty to get come down with a case or something. They're helping us out. Yeah, you just need somebody to to bring up something from 30 years ago against Biz Nasty, and then we might have a, decent a setup. T- decent TNT we get team. Anson Carter, Anson Carter, Liam, um, Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, yeah, let's go. Occasionally Gretzky when he wants to. When he, when he feels when like he feels like his it. compound. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, always like when they show Gretzky on like the Winter Classic because it's like, oh, yeah, he's like, guys, I am freezing my fucking balls off right now, and I should be playing golf in Florida. I don't have eighteen hundred assists for my ass to sit out here to watch this <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> Tired of this. Treat me with some goddamn respect. Um, but and then there's Panger like doing two bad <laughs> slides out of the ice. With no, one, no pads on. No one asked him to. He's just doing it for fun. No, he's just doing it. Um, you're right about the playoff thing, though, because that will set teams that are retooling or want to retool to a completely different level. And not only that, it pushes them out of a good dra- uh, draft pick, too. Yeah. So they have to worry it's... about development, which hasn't been great for the Canucks these past years. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, I don't have any ill will toward the Canucks. They're just a shit show. Yeah. Um, it's not like a feel like oh yeah that organization burned to the ground i mean it's not like their city (laughs) you know like they're not gonna they're not gonna burn the city to the ground my god oh so and i had a pretty good time in vancouver you know (laughs) it was a good time outside of the entertainment district damn maybe that brought even in the entertainment we were just ahead of our time actually yeah we were now it's become more commonplace (laughs) we only look for entertainment districts now um, but yeah, and then you have the whole thing about the the uh, the good old the good old uh, Brock Besser wanting out, Bo Horvat not going to get extended until maybe the summer. Um, what you're going to do with an Elias Pettersson? What are you going to do with a Thatcher Demko? Uh, what's the defense? Is Quinn well, Hughes still want to be here? Too is like, do you really want Rick Tockett around Quinn Hughes? That's true. Like, is that the guy <laughs> that you want to like bring up your like young core? <laughs> that is. That is very true. Um, so, I don't think I don't, I don't think know. that's something. At least Brujo's done it before. Yeah, he took the Caps' young guns and made them into a firehouse of team. Right. So. I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting to see for the specific division. It's going to be a hoot and holler because there's a lot of dysfunctional teams in that division. Um, I mean, they just make might still make the playoffs out of spite. <laughs> yeah, it's like they look up to Edmonton. It's like, oh, you got two superstars and can't make it past the second round. Watch us. We're gonna def- uh, we're gonna blow up our entire team, create a lot of controversy, be a shit show off the ice, but still be a bubble team. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's talent, boys. Oh, oh boy. wow. So there we go. That's our that's our Patreon. Pit. I think it was actually more detailed than it was last night. So. Yeah. Big win for us. I um, mean, we had Hudson last night to start the night, but he wasn't as vocal as, as the week before. So That's true. That's very He true. needs to... Next week, though. Next week, we'll have the redhead off. That doesn't sound... That sounds like a... Like a, <laughs> you're, you're, you're stalking, and you're trying to... <laughs> it's like a hunting trip. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's do it to it then. Let's uh, take a look, see at uh, oh, no. Jersey time. Uh, we and, and we missed this last night about the. Def- uh... Thank God we missed it last night. Well, kind of. Uh, well, we. Let's I mean, look... it came out today, right? Yes, but let's talk about yeah. the old Bay jerseys first. Okay, old Bay jerseys. Yes. Let's talk about those. So we've mentioned this: the uh, Black Bears, our team. Uh, we've adopted them. Our guys, Our, my boy, um, they have the old Bay jerseys this Saturday, and they will be available for auction on Dash Auction. Uh, here they are in all their glory. Sean Kilcullen, a Marylander himself, um, uh-huh. donning the Maryland Black Bears logo 
with the uh, Old Bay textured, the the Baltimore skyline, I think. Um, I don't know. It could be just... I don't know why you didn't get the... the Generic the, skyline. Yeah, the Odington skyline with, uh, you know, the food lion. Um, <laughs> the, uh, That's fine. The, they, on, the, on the shoulders, they got Old Bay patches. Uh, of I the, do. Um, actually, I really like... Can we play the video? I think we can play the video. We won't get flagged for that. Probably. Right. I really like the... Um, I like the that the only black in it is the logo and then they bring that in with the uh pants and the uh gloves. I wonder if they have socks, like yellow socks. I think it's going to be yellow white. socks, but I think they have I just think they had the practice socks. I don't know. They had, they didn't really show the full full uniform. Gotcha. Um so let's take a look see. Maybe they got yellow socks with like a blue stripe. That'd be sick. You would think that K1 would do something like that. That's not what I wanted. So here we go. <laughs> it might it might take them like four months. K one, K one's. This came together pretty quickly. It kind of well, not really. I, I knew about it in it in November. True. Uh, so here's here's a video if you're watching at home. So a video of the entire thing. Let's expand that. So there we go. It's got the little flag like on the shoulders. That. Old base. So oh, that's yeah. that's the best part. The old base seasoning uh, shoulder patch right here, um, with the old bay there. Open up. Open can. Uh, since the 19- second best part is the fact that all the number, yeah, there's no nameplate. It just says Old Bay on the nameplate. That's all it is. There's the torn up pants, small pan to uh, Mr. Sean Kilcullen pointing. Scary, scary motherfucker. By the way, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like how they did some of their. Uh, hopefully, some of these guys score goals so that they can use the GIF as the uh, on Twitter, right, for scoring goals. It's like that there. Like that. Yeah, and also you got the Route One logo over top of the uh, the left shoulder there. Route That's One nice. Apparel helped brought that together, uh, and then they, there's that, and there we go. Pretty sick. They did a, they did a damn good job on that. They did a good job. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to get one of those. Yeah, I, I might have I to might try. Need to? I might need to spend a little. <laughs> Gotta spend a little to make to get one. Yeah. probably, but spend a little, make a little. Yeah. Um. <sighs> So, so that's only that's a Friday night thing, though, right? That's, Just a, a one that's night Saturday, night. Saturday night. Oh, Saturday night. S a t u r d a y night. Well, then we have that. Yes, we have. We have. We have the this Black Bears jersey in all of its glory. We have that. Uh-huh. Now. Oh no. The Washington Capitals revealed their Stadium Series jerseys. Oh my God. It is awful. Not, so everyone wants the we wanted the Weagle on the jersey. We want the Why? Weagle. We want the Weagle. So we got the Weagle. But That's it, all. But it's the we it's the Weagle at home. There's the Weagle. Like literally just the Weagle. I mean it had to be a white jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm gonna say that I like the little red um, laces. I like the off-colored laces. Sure. Um, that's a nice touch. Yeah. There. Um, but holy hell, that logo is massive, and it goes right into the arms. Yeah. Audio listeners love you to death. Give a dollar, and then you can see what we're seeing. Um, and then here's the format of the. Uh, gotta move you out of the way. Format of the actual uniform, yes. the weagle, like you said, the wings going into the, the armpits, 
Uh-huh. The helmets, again, the Stadium Series helmets with the logo on one side and a big football number on another. Yep. Gloves. No, they're not wearing red gloves. No, because the OV picture has them with the red and blue. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And then the blue pant. The regular side. Um, I mean, all in all, it's fine. I mean... I will, I will say this, and I've said this all the time, is that the Winter Classic is the turn ahead the clock that MLB did in the 90s. The to, Stadium Series. Or, sorry, yes, the Stadium Series. Whereas yeah. the Winter Classic is more of the throwback games. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know why Stadium Series became futuristic. The last. Well, wasn't it the Kings that brought out the like metallic helmets for one of the Stadium Series? Yes, and that was like before before that, like it was the shiny logos on front. Like it oh was, yeah, it, the very shiny logos. It didn't get really dumb until I think the Penguins Flyers game, the sec- like one of the eight games that they've had outdoors. Where it was all monochrome, where it was just the single color for like it was literally uh, a yellow jersey with the with or no, it was a black jersey with a yellow logo, a yellow monotone logo for the Penguins, and then the logo on the side of the helmet. Um, before that, like I think the last regular regular stadium series jersey was maybe Caps Caps Leafs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, even the Leafs jersey was a little outlandish yeah. for that uh, Navy game. But the Caps jersey was normal. Yeah. It was a normal I think the, hockey the, jersey the with Le- the W on it. And... The Leafs jersey was only outlandish because it was all white, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think it was we're gonna... effectively all white with white pants and white gloves. Yeah. And uh, white socks. Right, exactly. Uh, are you going to give me a stadium? Give me a stadium series jersey, Chris Creamer. That's something dirty um, but i don't know um i'm not gonna buy one uh no I mean, I w- it would need to be deeply on sale yes we would have to, to really sell this <laughs> to try to buy one um or ovechkin scores like nine goals in the game and then i'm like <laughs> you know what maybe maybe i'll pick one up it's like, ah, um, i guess uh, man i just i mean i understand the white jersey mm-hmm well, yeah, because the Kirk I still don't black. know why you don't just go with a like massive capital dome on the front and call it a <laughs> call it a night. Call, like, call her a day, boys. Like I don't need a weagle that's big enough that it goes into my armpits. <laughs> Imagine how big that damn logo is on a medium, right? <laughs> so here's the uh, here's the monochrome jerseys I was talking about from the. Penguins flood. So I think this is when we started going. This was 2019. Oh yeah, I remember those being terrible. Yeah. So it was all black with the yellow jersey thing, and then and they had the weird ass helmets too. If yeah. I remember correctly. Uh, yep. Yeah. So yeah, the the Jesus. Ah, Johnny, what the hell? What am I doing? I'm so, right yeah. in the middle of everything. It's all right. It's all right. Yep. But yeah, they, they're the like helmets. the Flyers helmets. Yeah. God, can I open this in a bigger image? Let's see. Not really. Not really. Not really. It's kind of there. Wait, hold on. Let me see if I can't zoom. I do appreciate how, like, all of the outdoor games, the officials are have been fully neglected. Um, oh, yeah. Never get any new jerseys. Nothing. They're all exactly the same thing they wear all the time. They just have, like, a, a patch put on it that's like, oh, cool, look. <laughs> Here's a patch we sewed on your jersey so that you never have to wear this one again. They don't have a, um, They don't have bells instead of whistles like the olden times. 
they don't get anything cool. Like the Winter Classic, they should get like cool referee jerseys. They should have like neat ones in the for like the stadium series. They should have like silver lines. Yeah. On them or something, you know, like go outlandish. Like put your put the fucking referee's number on the side of his helmet. That'd be great. Like, let's go. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna make stupid shit uniforms for everybody else, might as well add the referees into this mix. Exactly. Now I, w- I would like to see what uh Darcy Kemper's pads looks like. His uh mask came out today. Yeah. Looks pr- looks pretty normal. Yeah, you know, looks like look a good terrible. mask. So Do they have that post it. I haven't seen his pads. I don't know if, uh, although I think at one point somebody said maybe that he was trying out a new set of pads, but then we figured out maybe they were just for like the reverse retro. Yeah, yeah like that's a nice helmet. Classy. Got a little stadium series thing in there, so you can only wear it once. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. There you go. Smart. Boom. Well, no. Is that the same helmet? Uh, I think that's. Uh... That might be Lingren's. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's Lingren's. So, but Lingren does have both of them on both sides. Yeah, I like Lingren's too. Yeah, sharp, it's clean. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) why couldn't they just made the jerseys like that? Yeah, Jesus, just put a real eagle on it. Like a white (laughs) jersey with like a real eagle and like stripes down, I mean, uh, like stars down the arms. Yeah, exactly. Like big, like Captain America stars, straight <laughs> down the arm. A little opening for the numbers. You put the number right there. You keep the stripes going down. You keep the stars and stripes going down the arm. Mm-hmm. Why not? But no, Adidas should have brought more a little bit of soccer into this mix <laughs> on their way out. They're like, "Yep, we're out of here, people." Yep, get fucked. What? Here's the new U.S. jersey. <laughs> For the caps, uh, just throw a wiggle on it. Just throw a wiggle on it. We're good. Um, so oh well. There's that. That was. Who's gonna be the first person that shows up with one of those? Like, if anybody in our group, like, actually went McClure. out and bought one, McClure. I was gonna say him or Shotala. I think McClure. Probably. Probably. You're probably right. Yeah. I don't see Swatala as a jersey buying guy. I don't know. I mean, I haven't talked to him since I left, really. The only time we've ever really seen them are, are at hockey games. Right, yeah. Or hockey events. Yeah. So we have never hung out like outside of life. <clears throat> outside so, of life. You know, that kind of thing. Um, all right, so we brought up something. Cause, all right, so Gary Bettman said that hockey teams don't tank because the lottery system yeah, doesn't allow it. Yeah, lottery system fixes it. Fixes everything. Fixes the tank. It's like Flex Seal for a tank. Idiot. Anyway, um, Cooper just started, jumped in here, wrapped around on the Jimmy John's bag, and then ripped out of here. That's another thing you missed during the lost show. Jimmy John's mm-hmm. took another 45 minutes to get here. Yeah, we're going to. Jimmy John's might need to stop before the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy John's before the show. That is now a new show rule. <laughs> no Jimmy John's <laughs> unless you get it like you order it at noon. Uh,. <laughs> I'd like to order this for 4.30, please. Yeah, exactly. It gets here at like 5.30. and like, ah, see, timing. Uh, so anyway, Gary Bettman um, went ahead and said, yeah, the, the, weighted, the weighted system doesn't allow for tanks. Um, 
and and we looked at it, and I think it was thirteen since since nineteen ninety since the lottery was brought in. So that's thirty two years. Thirteen teams have uh, have jumped up to the number one spot that weren't originally in the number one spot. So mm. I guess there's a there's there's some kind of credence to that. I don't know if there's. I a mean, clear... it's half. It's a little less than half. Yeah. So I mean, there is something there, but at the same time, it's just like, how do you? What do you do to prevent tanking? And and unfortunately, he's not here to defend his point. No. But Mark he came up with a great idea. Mark came up with a great idea. Have the draft like baseball in the middle of the season. Middle of the season, yes. And then that during the uh, wasn't it wasn't it during the. Uh... The roster freeze yep, in the, during the, December. The, the, the right Christmas roster freeze, yep. Right before that, you have the draft then, mm-hmm. and then you have the ability to sign your player to play the rest of the season. Yep, right in the lineup. Right in the lineup right there. Um, And honestly, for chaotic purposes, love it, need it, want it. But you could only draft people that were 18 at that time. Exactly, at that time. If you're, if you're yep. okay. not 18... Sorry, yeah. because there's going to be another draft in June that has another first round for all the rest of the guys. Exactly, this is almost like a supplemental draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, it's a supplemental draft of really good players that have early birthdays. Exactly. <laughs> you could go c- congratulate your parents for having sex early, or yell at them for having sex late, or thank them for having sex late because you didn't want to be on the Ducks. Because mm, um, yeah. Yeah, this is not this is not a good time. I think it was also he proposed the only the first the ten worst teams, the ten worst teams. Yeah, since we realized that statistically, uh, if a team is out of the playoffs at Christmas, then they're obviously not making the playoffs. Yeah. So the ten worst teams at Christmas would be the ones who got their uh, who got the pick players. Exactly, who got their ten draft pick or their their first their first draft pick, the supplemental draft pick. The supplemental draft pick, exactly. yeah. You could effectively have two first-round picks that year. That'd be amazing. How great would now, that be? Now, what we didn't talk about last night was, was we, can you trade the supplemental picks? Because I feel like that brings Ooh. in an entirely new wrinkle that we just didn't think about. Ooh. Like extra chaos. That would be great if you could trade it. Like you could trade it, and then all of a sudden you start off like really shitty the next season, and you lose like you you lose your top pick of, the, of being one of the worst ten teams because the Devils have it now, or or you trade it for a rental, and then your supplement pick gets picked, and you're, then you're trashed the next season because I don't know some guys like wreck their shoulders or knees. Uh, yeah. Geez. So, but then again, uh, the, the the one big thing that we said too is that they have to like. Uh, You'd have you'd almost have to put him in the lineup like immediately. Like that's the only caveat you have to put. You have to find a way to get him under the cap. Yeah, you have to draft somebody that you can put right on your team. As exactly. Well. So it's like it's like a free it's a it's a waiver wire pick in fantasy. Like you have or, to. Or I mean, on technically, like if you don't want to take a pick, you can just pass. Like because that's what true. that's what some of the <laughs> baseball teams do. They just pass on their picks. But that's They're also like, in the hundred and seventy fourth round. Well, true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> They're moving into week two of the of the <laughs> Major League Baseball draft. It's like that one draft we did with Todd and, and his buddies. That took oh like God. four weeks to get done. That was the longest fantasy draft oh. I've ever been a part of. And and of course that was before like when internet was widespread too. So it was just like Jesus, this is taking forever. I think I ate two meals at my computer that day. <laughs> that day. Uh, so that yeah. was actually the last time I ever played fantasy baseball. Same. Uh, I think I played a year after it in Todd's league, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not, that's that's enough for me. It's enough for me. 
yeah but, but yeah. there was a there was some good there was some good merit to this though like mm-hmm. i mean that's one one quick way to avoid tanking i guess is to you know give somebody really good and the the point that brought up i think you had brought it up um the point was that like i mean every year the Hobie Baker award winner seems yeah. like he's been hit undrafted and then he just goes to the best team that's on their way into the playoffs. Like essentially. Yeah. You should give these other teams that have crappy p- players the chance to get the best player in college hockey. But that, but here creates another caveat that college player in hockey has to leave college then. Well, I mean, it's on him. If it's he wants him. to be a professional, that's true. You want to leave. He's, wanna... he's done one semester. He can leave. He could. He could head out right before January term. You want. You want to be. You want to be on this team, kid. You got to do it now. Yeah, I mean it's a tough decision. Yeah, but somebody's got to make it. And, and, but to be honest, a lot of Hobie Baker winners are like twenty four, so it's <laughs> <laughs> right. By that yeah, point, yeah. they're past the draft age anyway. I mean, uh, I, some of the people we know went into college at twenty one. That's true. That's very true. So, man, good times. Uh, but yeah, it is it is an interesting situation, interesting scenario about drafting midseason. I would love it. That'd be fantastic. I think it'd be fun. I think it would add a, a wrinkle to things. Um, under that same umbrella, uh, having the conversation again of the um, junior players that should probably be playing in the AHL and not going back to their junior teams. Um, I feel like that maybe gets thrown in there as well. Like if by Christmas they're not like they want, uh, their team wants to keep them up, but not send them back to juniors, but not also not play them for in the Seattle Krakens lineup, mm-hmm. then they should be able to pay the junior team like a hundred thousand dollars or something and be like, all right, mm-hmm. now I can do whatever I want with this player. I can send them to the AHL. Well, I know in the in the in the NAHL, if you take a player with with a lot of standing or who's been with a team, well, Aiden Bruich for the Black Bears, um, mm-hmm. the Black Bears got a development fee as a as a well, that's return. Cool. So you that's that's kind of the compensation you do to get his rights fully. Uh, there we go. You get a compensation fee. Now yeah. the question the question is for a guy like Shane Wright. I don't know how much he tipped the needle. In terms of attendance, I don't know if his loss in the OHL would be a big thing, but someone like Connor Bedard, that that price, it's almost like when when Japanese baseball players come over and they have a uh, a fee just to talk to them. True. Yes. I think I think that kind of becomes a thing too. Like you have to have a fee just to talk just to talk to him to stay in the season, and then you can sign him to his contract. Yeah, so, I mean, make it a negotiation between the two teams. Yeah. Like, you know, how badly Seattle Kraken. Would you like to have Shane Wright playing in the AHL instead of in juniors again this year? Exactly. Because you have a whole bunch of money, and we're a junior team. Yes. And and uh, we would like a whole bunch of money. Developmental-wise, uh, he's not going to get any better. And also, we don't want to trade. We don't want to receive 104 draft picks in the next 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Because that bookkeeping's fucked, man. I don't know what right, to tell because you. Because then Steve has to stay here for another six years <laughs> just because he's the only one that remembers that the draft, which draft picks we have. In Steve's the only one who has access to that Excel sheet and knows yeah. how to, to fulfill it. Yeah. We can't get rid of Steve now because <laughs> we just got 47 picks over the next six years. So how about you? How about you? How about you pay us 
so we can pay Steve his severance when we fire him after Jane Ray gets traded. <laughs> so lunch. I mean, I feel like they have to come up with a better like gig, right? Like, there's gotta be a better way. You're absolutely a right. A player can a singular player cannot bring in a hundred thousand dollars for a junior team. There's almost no way. So, oh, God, that's a good that's a good fucking question. Right, like I mean, that's a good fucking question. Even if it's okay, so say it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make it a little bit more out there. Like, even if one singular player sold out every game, home game, mm-hmm. how much how much money do you actually think a junior team makes off of that? Because I'm gonna guess it's not a ton of money. No. Um. So now is, maybe the other teams in the league also are going to be pissed off because Connor Bedard's not going to be playing there. But you know, neither here nor there. You can't control that. But I also think more for that, the you almost have to negotiate with the league that they're playing in because I have the a league as well. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at a, a old old uh, guest of the show, Nate Seeger, from uh, formerly of Yahoo's Buzzing the Net, had a thing here about Connor McDavid when he was in the OHL. Okay. On a on a um, Thursday night game, uh, the Peterborough Peets drew fifteen hundred extra fans because the Erie Otters were in town and Connor McDavid. Okay. So I think a Connor Bedard or somebody like that would command that kind of following and money. Shane Wright, don't think so. But Connor Bedard, being as special as he is, Connor McDavid, all the Connors, all the Connors, all the Connors, just every Connor you can think of. Um. I think those guys would command more money because from the league because you're taking revenue away from the other 19, 20 teams that are in that league that are going to see this guy play for how for the year that he would be there, for the half year he would be there. So, yeah. I would think they would have I to mean, come to a terms on that too. Connor Bedard might be a terrible, um, like, equivalent. Yeah. Because, I mean, unless he's – unless he uh, – was born in between uh, uh, June 27th and uh, and December <laughs> 25th. Yes, he's not going to get drafted uh, in the middle of the season and go away. And he's also probably not going to go back to juniors next That's year. True. Yeah, no. Or or be in a situation where they want to put him in the AHL. Right. Right. Like I feel like Sha- uh, Shane Wright is maybe the comparable that we have currently. Is that like? He probably shouldn't have been with the Kraken for as long as he was, but the Kraken wanted to keep him around, and he probably shouldn't be playing juniors right now. He should probably be in the AHL. So the Kraken and the CHL and his team should have been able to figure out how much money it would have taken to allow Shane Wright to play in the AHL instead of stunting his career in the juniors for another year. Like, uh, this is when he ends up with, like, 110 penalty minutes just because he's taking, like, stupid, like, slashing calls because he's like, I don't want to be here. Right. So, um, the, looking at this from Rob Vanstone of the uh, Regina uh, the Regina uh, letter post, or leader post, um, the Regina Pats uh, were averaging 3,342 spectators over the first 17 games of the season. Uh, into January, um, barely half the tickets had been sold for the games. Then Bedard did what he did um, at, at the World Juniors was great, and then 
the three largest crowds of the Regina Pats season happen. 4,300 uh, or, or 4,700 on his first game back. 5,600 uh, on the 13th of January, where he had three goals and two assists. 5,400 two days later on the 15th against the Portland Winterhawks. So okay. a bump of so, 2,000 people. For each game. So that's 6,000 total. And how much are tickets? I got to find that out here. My mouse is being... Like, okay, wild. let's just say tickets are $15 for like a, you know, or $20. Sure. Right? Even if we're just taking that into account, mm -hmm. 6,000 extra people times $20 a pop, we're looking at $120,000. Mm-hmm. Multiple, yeah. Six, yeah, 6,000 times 20. So yeah. that one team got an extra $100,000, $120,000, if they're $20 a pop. Now, I have no idea. Tw what uh, 30, 33 to 23. So mi the middle point is 28 bucks, we'll say. So 28 30. bucks for... So 6,000 times 28. Yeah. So that's $168,000. Okay. Just for... Uh, 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 team that he doesn't actually play for, right? Well, no, that's the team he plays for is Regina. So they so oh, so twenty eight okay. twenty eight bucks a pop times we'll say fifty six hundred because that's the the highest so far, and that gets you what? So maybe it's a lot more than I was expecting. Like I, I mean, I for some reason I was thinking that a hundred thousand dollars is probably a good amount of money for a junior team, but. Not if, <laughs> yeah, if Connor Bedard is bringing in a hundred and twenty thousand dollars on his own, right? If Connor Bedard alone, like the bump of Connor Bedard is bringing, it, and that you know, that's not to say like sweet cost and like this is just an average cost per ticket and not anything else. Um, I mean, maybe the so maybe it gets to the point though where you force an NHL team to make a decision. Oh, that's good too. Right, like maybe it's a tipping point of like, okay, well, how badly do you really want him to be in the AHL? Yeah, because uh, we're not going to take one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. We want two hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars, and we want to spread it amongst amongst the league and give Regina the most of it or whatever, sure. whatnot. And the NHL team is like, um, you know what? Just let him play in the juniors right. for the rest of the year. <laughs> exactly. Like we can't, we can't justify uh, paying a third of an entry level contract for a guy <laughs> yeah. that we're gonna put in the AHL. Right. <laughs> he better. And then we have to pay him as well. Exactly. On top of that. Um. Uh, so maybe you just make it a decision of the of the NHL team, like take it or leave it. This is what it's gonna be. Right. We're gonna pay two hundred and fifty k total in the door. Oh, on, on the rim, the, out the on door. On the rim, out the door. <laughs> 250k. Take it. It gets yeah. spread across everybody. We swear we won't put it into any of our slush funds. Nope, none. Um, and now because you ended up with the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, you made an extra hundred fifty thousand dollars for your junior team. Right. Ugh. Uh. I gotta do this math. Two twenty one. I mean, two thousand people is more than like the black bears get. The black bears don't get a thousand. No, that's why they, they topped that was five hundred. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. Yeah. that's a my god. That's a goddamn a lot of people. 
Yeah, where they come from? Jesus, Don't they can't it, all live in that town. That's fucking Regina. There's not much else to do there, brother. I mean, that's true, but how many people live there? Jesus. <laughs> uh, how many people do live I there? I figure Canada is a lot like Australia, where <laughs> the kangaroo outnumber the people. Like, the moose up there probably outnumber the people. Uh, 200, 228,000 live in Regina, the capital city of uh, that's Saskatchewan. That's not bad. Yeah. Capital hmm. city, and I think it's the largest city. All right. So. Well, then... I'm completely underestimating life today. <laughs> I'm not. I'm underestimating Regina. Congratulations, Regina. Uh, and uh, congratulations. I didn't know you were as big as you are. <laughs> uh, so the the black bears have averaged uh, six thousand uh, six thousand eight hundred people for the year. Nice. Uh, averaging four hundred and three people a game. They've had a good run though this year. They've oh, had, yeah. they've been they've had some good sellouts. They have standing room only the past couple games. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have the Old Bay. Old Bay game is going to be a big one. Old Bay game. Plus, let's be honest. I really, I don't know why I really want to stick it to the, to Northeast. If uh, if Old Bay doesn't show up with one of those big boxes of the little Old Bay packets, they're missing oh. the boat. So the black bear... you just walk in and you get a handful. <laughs> you just walk. You can. It's like Parmesan packets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the last three games for the Black Bears have been over 550 people, which is huge I know. for Piney There've Orchard. There've been a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, they're awesome. not Connor Bedard's not bringing in two grand to the uh, Piney Orchard. No, that'd be amazing if he did. I mean, I don't know where they'd sit. <laughs> <I know. laughs> just put them, put them, uh, wrap them around, put them next to you. You have them in the second rank, and they're just watching on a TV. <laughs> they pay a less fee that way. You only pay half. Wow, well, there's your ticket. another game going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Pay half your ticket, and the, the fans cheer for a goal, and then the other team. The, there's just a break, break, uh, breakout on the other side. It's like, uh. or it's actually just a free skate, and then. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> free skate. Uh, boy. Wow. Well, I think we got yeah. a, we got a lot done. We got a lot done today. We did. We talked. We talked a lot about three topics. We did. We did. We did our best. We this did is... a pretty good job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks. In and out. In and out. Jiffy Lube. Good done. We're ready to go. Thanks for. Uh, you want to give it? Did you have any shout outs? Give it. Give a shout out to uh, Rob. Yes. To, uh, I know. I shout out. I shouted out Rob uh, when I originally got the package of the task cam. Um, I just figured out today that uh, I can use said task cam as a uh, backup recording device for the show. Uh, so we now have a uh, we have a backup or uh, just in case Skype uh, shits the bed. Perfect. Love it. Um, yeah, shout out to you guys. Shout out to Big Stan. It's Big Stan's birthday today on the on the. Hey, the there you go. 78 years young. That's uh, nice. Yeah, it's been a good time. Probably getting, the, probably getting an engine of a car cleaned. Yeah, probably going to Papa's and then trying to talk to the waiter. More than to, likely. And trying trying to get the waiter to knock down the crab soup for a bit. Or an Italian place. Yeah, go Italian places. I, I, yeah, I, Olive Garden. Or no, what's it? Olive, Olive Tree. Grove. Olive Tree. Olive tree. Uh, yeah, I guess I you have to figure out which which yard uh, shrubbery the, uh, uh, the olive exactly. uh, at the Italian place is named after. Hey, you know, you know, Patanzo. Yeah, he comes around here a lot. Let's see, let's down to. Yeah, he's Italian. Can you give me, can you give me that uh, shrimp scampi for a little bit less? Give me that Italian Patanzo discount. Yeah, exactly. Give me that. Uh, give me that Johnny P discount. Yeah, I know Johnny P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be amazing if someone. Well, in fact, I do. How? What? 
Yeah, listen to the show. <laughs> so if if you're in if you're in the Glen, in the Central Maryland area and Big Stan asks you about Patonzo, give him give him the Patonzo discount. Yeah, obviously. Just say you you, you gave him the Patonzo discount. He won't know any better. Um. All right, that's it for Johnny P. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been an impromptu face-off hockey show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Hey, uh, socials at FOHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, uh, patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. And then that's where you can find the stuff. A lot of visual evidence on this one. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, and a new bit. I forgot to say this. So on the Patreon now for the $5 footlong, you will get video evidence, if we can find it, of the highlights of the Ha Ha Fuck You game. So that's going to oh, be a new yes. caveat for the five dollar foot long people. Yes, so, that's good. That's good stuff. If we can, if we can find the highlights, I'm hoping we can. Um, if not, I don't know. We, we we're going to have to start doing just, games from yeah, 2016. Exactly. We're going to start really doing modernized games. So, all right, you guys be well. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking care, t- taking this in stride as we have as well. Um, so until we talk to you next week, peace.